am the village. I'm part of the village. I am the village. I am the village. I'm a part of the village. I'm in this village. We are the village. I am the village. I am part of this village. I'm part of the village. We are all part of the village. It takes a village to raise a child. We are the village, a place for teen moms of all ages to receive the knowledge and tools to parent consciously, heal wholly, break generational curses, and be the best mom they can be. Welcome to the village. I'm your host, Remington Steele. Welcome back to We Are The Village. We'll start the podcast off with a guided meditation. For those of you who are new to We Are The Village, uh, the guided meditation is going to start off with a set of questions. And I'm going to ask that you do a deep breath in through your nose. And when you breathe in, send your breath to your belly expanding it completely like a balloon right before it pops and on your exhale slightly open your mouth and push the full breath out using your belly to push your belly all the way to your back and continue this for the entire mindful minute do not rush your breath take your time this is your minute i'm gonna start the mindful minute off with the same question and that will indicate we are going to start the mindful minute or end the mindful minute. All right, are you ready? I'm going to check in with the moms. How are you feeling today? What went well over the past week? Did you reach out to someone in your village? What negative habits or behaviors do you want to shed? Tell yourself to yourself, I love you. You can close out with a cleansing breath in and a full breath out. Welcome back to We Are The Village. I'm excited to see you joined me today. Today our message is going to be emotional wounds are no different than physical wounds. They both require attention. I want us to all consider an example of what I mean. Imagine that your child is of age to roam freely without your assistance. Now imagine that they cut their hand, but they didn't tell you. And for some reason, you didn't notice it. Time passes and infection sets into this cut and now you finally see it. 
you add a band-aid to the cut and, and you explain how you've cut your hand before and you were a big girl and everything turned out fine or gave a conditioned response continuing a generational curse the wound still goes unattended and untreated. The child is in extreme pain. The child begins to beg for attention in other ways, acting out, goofing off, drugs, sex, alcohol. You are confused because the Band-Aid works for, for you in the past, or so we thought. So you may become agitated by the child's choice of attention or cry for attention. So you ignore the wound altogether in hopes that it goes away or it fixes itself. You do this unintentionally by focusing on the behavior, not the wound. So you're focusing on the acting out, the goofing off. The wound is left bleeding unattended because we're focused on the behavior. The child grows up damaged or disformed emotionally. The child becomes an adult and spreads their experience or pain to others unconditionally in hopes of being attended to. Okay, let's stop imagining. Somewhere down the way, did you stop imagining your child and start seeing yourself? I know I did. If you did, what wounds or wound came to mind? Vulnerability moment, mom to mom. So what came to mind for me was death. Yeah. So my first experience of death was my dad's mother's funeral. I never met the woman, but somehow I was at her funeral. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. It was a lot of people there that I've never seen before. Uh, the only person that I knew there was my mom and my stepdad. Um, people were distraught. I, I remember thinking, whoever this woman was, she must have really been important and people must have really loved her. Because they were falling out. They were, they were hurt. They didn't know how to continue on with life. And then my next experience of death was of my aunt, my aunt Mel Mel, which is my mother's sister. Um, and she, she passed away. And I remember that. I remember finding out as soon as I got home from school. And I remember us going over to my grandmother's house where my aunt lived. I remember her body still being there, yet they said she passed around three or four o'clock and it was nighttime by then. Um, and I remember them, the coroner coming to get her and people cried, but it wasn't like that funeral. And so I was thinking, man, why, why aren't they falling out like at that funeral, you know? And I'm looking at my mom seeing how she's handling it this is her sister and she seems unfazed like she's just still go getting up going to work she i don't remember her missing any days of work from this you know um and i thought man that's sad i mean i know my auntie was loved but why why 
aren't they acting like the funeral, right? So I'm asking myself this and then life goes on and I experience the ultimate death. I experienced the death of my brother. Now it's my sibling. My mother has already lost a sibling and now she's lost a child. Um, and, and so now I'm experiencing what she has already experienced with losing a sibling. And I'm, I'm not taking it like she's taking, I'm taking it horribly. I'm, 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 I'm losing it, you know, and I don't know how to, to, to move, move past it. I don't know how to go on. I'm acting out. I am visibly crying for help because I don't know how to experience death. So then that wound still goes unattended because people are just like, man, why is she still sad? Her brother died months ago, a year ago. What What is going on? I lost my brother. I didn't I didn't act like that. Why is she so depressed? They were confused and wanted me to rush my my grief. But nobody ever taught me how to even grieve. So I'm I'm running through this grief trying to blindly. My childhood wound of death materialized into things like anxiety, depression, and abandonment issues. I spread my wounds to other people unintentionally. Like my son, he his first experience of death was with his um, teammate who was murdered. Two teammates was murdered. And we acknowledged the, the death. We went to the vi uh, visuals and we went to the funeral. Uh, but I didn't talk to him or ask him how he felt. You know, especially with the circumstances. So I spread that generational curse right on down to my child unintentionally. And I also spread bitterness, hatred, envy, and grief to others, including myself, in hopes that someone or myself would notice, care, or find a solution, or even heal my wounds for me. And that's the end of the vulnerability moment. But emotional wounds are the same as physical wounds. They both require attention. Think about the damage an internal bleed can, can cause. Would you knowingly allow anyone you love or your child to, to leave an, an internal bleed unattended? Of course not. <laughs> of course we would not. What do wounds look like? Wounds could be death, divorce, or breakups, whippings without explanation. That's a huge wound. Pushing the child past their limits, giving them expectations, unavailability without explanation. You're just not there. You're working a whole bunch, and you're not there, and you're not explaining it. Moving out of town or relocation, that, that's a wound. Having grandma raise them, that is a huge wound that is left unattended and unacknowledged. And we have to start doing that. What are some wounds that I left off? i like for y'all to share them with me. We are The Village. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we'll be having a YouTube coming up and a blog. So...
um, share what what you think is a wound that that I may have left off and that you want to bring to the other villagers attentions also I have a link I'll have a link down in the the podcast description box so that you can access any of these platforms so that you can share your uh, the wounds that I may have left off that you that you want to add on so let's consider deeper how an internal bleed and emotional wounds work and what to look for so symptoms appear first the visual wound shows itself within the outer and inner of the body bruising bruising for an internal bleed is what it would look like but what does it look like emotionally crying sadness maybe being quiet that's a bruise that's the bruising of the internal bleed of the emotional wound another symptom is unexplained exhaustion that looks the same way in both internal bleeds and emotional wounds we're just tired we want to sleep a lot we don't want to get out of bed we don't have the energy for anything that is depression okay another symptom is blurred vision sets in Around this time, blurred vision starts to set in, right? Well, with an emotional wound, what does that look like? An altered lens. They're seeing things not clearly. You know, they they may see the world as all hate when the world actually has love in it. Or they may see themselves as ugly, like I shared in my last podcast, when they're actually beautiful. You know, they may see preconceptions, biases, fears, hate, and loneliness as an altered view. General weakness is another symptom. Your bones just being weak. Well, what does that look like emotionally? You think you can't do things for yourself. You need you need help. You, you're not motivated to do things by yourself or for yourself. Another symptom is confusion, memory loss, disorientation. What does that look like with with emotional wounds ADD ADHD we tend to think that because they're kind of off in space and in their own world when maybe they're they're tending to an emotional wound or trying to figure out the emotional wound and we we mistake it for ADD or ADHD numbness numbness was set in for an internal bleed what does that look like emotionally emotional numbness a person who just seem like don't nothing bother them they're just numb to everything it's it's usually caused by an emotional wound they don't care about a relationship when actually they do but they they're just numb to the relationships or or disappointments in relationships so if we started seeing any of these internal bleed symptoms we would start digging deep and so would our doctors we would likely go to the doctors also for this they would first examine the wound a vital step to that we are missing in addressing emotional wounds a wound being death if the wound is left unattended the bleeding will likely spread death not being talked about so fear spreading emotional wounds left untended 
or ignore it spreads into things like self-feeling ignored. So instead of the situation, us feeling like the situation is being ignored, we start to feel ignored. Then we tend to think and feel that we are our feelings, meaning we are being ignored, not, not the topic of death being ignored, but now we are being ignored. Now the initial wound of death instead of healing is controlling an emotion and a, a belief about ourselves and how we see other people interactions with them. So now that we have caused, now we have caused a new wound, right? Because now the, the initial wound is death, but death was left un, unattended. So now it created a new wound. I'm not good enough. I don't have the people I need, right? So this is, this is a new wound that we're causing. And that, that wound will likely go unattended because the first wound went unattended. So now around this time is when visible signs start to set in and start to show. Depression, blurred vision, maybe quietness, you know, pulling away, isolating. If left untreated, guess what? You can start to experience organ failure. What, what could that look like? Well, that could look like your chakras being blocked or closed off. A coma is another resort if left un untreated. What could this look like? Unconsciousness, spiritually, not physically. Not that you're physically unconscious, like passed out, but spiritually unconscious, which is actually kind of worse because you're walking around sleep, like sleepwalking. And I can explain what I mean by spiritual by the word spiritual and what a chakra is in a future episode. And I can also discuss the importance on meditation as well. The last, the last cause if left untreated and in some cases is death. And what does this look like? Well, death, of course, um, unfortunately suicide happens or could be a cause, but also a lifetime of unconsciousness. You could be fully alive to a to what most people think the definition of alive means and still be asleep. Drake said it in a better way because everybody dies but not everybody lives. To live is to live fully. Living with an internal bleed, you cannot live fully. Because, you're, because of your symptoms. You have blurred vision, altered lenses, your bruising, your depression, your exhaustion, your numbness. Living with an unattended to emotional wound, you cannot live fully because we hate when we have emotional wounds. We create needs for ourselves. We resent. We don't forgive. We cause pain to others. To live fully is to see love and compassion and that we are all one. I know y'all have been waiting on the treatment. So here we go. There is a treatment for this. So what is the treatment for an internal bleed or emotional wound? Well, it could be self-healing, right? It could heal itself. You could do self-healing. Um, that's what we're doing now. 
with We Are The Village, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We are, we are building the foundation for healing. So we are already on the right track. Now, another symptom or another uh, treatment for an internal bleed is infusion of the blood. So blood infusions, right? Well, what can we do for emotional wounds? Infuse with love and compassion when we consider the wound and the person. Same as like Jesus. And no matter what situation he found himself in, he always gave love and compassion. So we just, we if we use his example, we'll have a good a good um, way of knowing how to give love and compassion. How would you want someone to treat you in a situation with your wound? So with grief, I would have wanted someone to sit down with me and talk to me about it and explain to me where do people go after they die and what happens to them and what happens to us. And that would have been a good that would have been how I wanted to to be treated. And when that happened to my son, that's what I should have done, right? So knowing that now we know we, we have to address it and we have to give our children what we want and what we needed. All right, simulations. Now listen, I'm no doctor, but my understanding of this is the... When with with internal bleeds, what happens is the blood is just a little too loose and thin. And so they will create stimulations to cause situations within your body to so that your body can learn to clot the blood or make it thicker. That's my understanding. I'm no doctor. Well, with. And, and 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 let me let me say if we have any doctors listening or any medical professionals, please feel free to uh, correct me if I explain that wrong. Go to you are the village. We wanna we wanna start building a community now. Uh, with emotional wounds, it's the same thing. They life creates simulations for us to re-experience painful situations so that we can have a new opportunity at changing it, at growing, at becoming stronger. Here's the great thing. Life does the same thing, like I said. And in likewise situations, we can build a stronger human and a stronger healing potential by using these areas of discomfort or anger or pain, suffering, to be stronger and to find a new way of reacting. Surgery is a final treatment, right? So surgery, if if nothing else works, the doctors are going to have to do surgery to fix that internal bleed. How do you do this emotionally? You simply become accountable. If something happens, you talk about it. If death happens, you don't sit and be like, oh, such and such died. We're going to go to the funeral. You you sit down, you ask them, do you have any questions? Do you have any fears? Are you confused about anything? 
we take accountability for it and educate and not and even if you can't educate just be there let them know they're not alone seeking treatment is another way therapy or even just full out having a spiritual awakening which is spiritual surgery basically to heal these emotional wounds emotional wounds are like an internal bleed if left unattended the bleed could cause an unconsciousness unconsciousness over time will spread pain causing generational curses and karma some tools that can help identify and heal the emotional wounds notice your emotions anything other than harmony implies a wound if you are affected by them know that your child is affected or will be affected too so say you broke up with the 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 baby's dad and you were kind of hurt by it you have to assume that either now if the child is of age to understand or later when the child will be of age to understand they are going to have that same wound that same feeling so we can't ignore it what is what are your emotions were you sad were you mad were you fed up were you disappointed did you not care because that's a feeling it's called indifferent and you can look it up on the uh, how do you feel today chart whatever your emotion is is gonna be it's gonna be passed on and it's an indicator that something isn't right so don't ignore it address it be accountable to it treat the wound don't ignore it treat the wound with love and compassion or treat it how you would want to be treated well that's all i have for the village this week i'll talk to you soon i hope you were inspired to join the village if so we are the village is a community serving facebook instagram twitter and streaming everywhere you listen to your podcast so like and join the village and share us with someone you know until next time bye My mission for We Are The Village is to strengthen familyhoods by motivating growth, healing, support, love, and community. Learning to become slow to anger, teaching self-respect, acceptance, financial literacy, and unconditional love through actions of reparenting, self-parenting, and single parenting. Building a village leading in mindfulness and awareness Remembering that children are still people, parenting consciously, allowing for healthy communication, where reaching out to others is the norm. Nourishing education on forgiveness, addiction, ego, judgment, karma, investments, PTSD, taxes, the inner bully, depression, and the coping tools to overcome them all. 
We Are The Village is a safe place where specifically teen moms, however, single moms and dads of all ages can receive and give motivation, ask parenting and life questions, gain knowledge, mentorships, stress management, coping tools, parenting knowledge, and more. It takes a village to raise a child. We are the village. I'll talk to you soon.